Welcome to Movie with Dust Movies. Uh, James here once again. And it's another James and Mike episode. We've decided, yeah. We decided to torture each other. Welcome, Mike. Hello. The prune face to my big boy. <laughs> maybe. That, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I was going to say itchy to your flat top. There we go. Itchy to the flat top. Yeah. <laughs> The Dick Tracy Jr. to my Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. The kid to the Dick Tracy. Yeah. Uh, fuck. So, welcome. Uh, you already know the title. So, before we get into that, uh, Mike, have you seen any movies lately? Yeah, I watched a couple. Uh, Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons, the anime, yep. and also Tax Collector. I want to talk about Tax Collector. I know. Yes. I, uh, because I kind of uh, lived, uh, messaged you throughout my watch of Tax Collector. <laughs> and, and As I, I expected. I, I, was, I was waiting for it. And an hour into the movie, I went, yeah, I pretty much don't care about this movie anymore. Because, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character dies an hour into the movie. And I kind of, yeah. I'll let you go. First, sorry. Let me go on my tangent. Uh, and uh, pretty much from there, I'm like, I do not care about the villain. I do not care about the main character. No matter how much gimmicks they've put onto him, how much different bells and whistles they put onto him, like he's a family man, he does this, he does that. I did not care at all if he lived or died. All right. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way, but not as drastic. I lost interest in the movie, but I kind of felt like I knew it was going that way. And in a minute that happened, I knew, all right, well, there's no happy endings in this movie. No. So, all right. <laughs> and just, oh, uh, like it's directed by David Ayer, who did uh, Suicide Squad, Training Day, End of Watch. Did he do Training Day? Yes, he did. No. I, 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 it might be me thinking wrong. Let me take a look. Uh, David Ayer. I'm thinking, or it might be something nope. else. No, it wasn't. He would not. Antonio oh, Fuqua. He, he wrote it, though. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. There we go. He had, he had a hand in it, at least. Yeah. I, I, at, least right. I'm, at least I'm not fully an idiot. Because every, I I, every time someone asks me, what is this movie like? Yeah. I go, training day on steroids. Yeah, but with... Worse people. Yeah. I go training day, modern day, training day with no... Like, David Ayer clearly had free range on this movie. Pretty much. Like, no one was like, all right, you can't do this, you can't do that, or say this, because oh. there's some scenes in there I'm like, why is this in here? Oh, you want this rapper, cultural icon to play the main villain with <laughs> no acting experience, and the entire time he speaks Spanish and... In our versions, there was no Spanish subtitles. Neither was for me. But yeah. I was all right with that. Yeah, but when it's your main villain, you kind of want to know what he's saying. And, Touché. And like I said, they should have maybe spent the budget getting Jimmy Smith to get out that room <laughs> and actually be the main villain. Because Jimmy Smith's in that... The little scenes that he's in, where it looks like they've just... This is your hotel room. Just stay there. That's Ma probably what happened. He probably made, it, made it look like a prison. And he's like, I don't get to go anywhere. I just get to chill out. Yeah, yeah. Just That's probably there. his hotel for another movie. Probably and is. Like, we're, we're just going to redress your hotel room for these scenes. I wonder if cool. that's I wonder if that's what's going to happen to a lot of movies because of COVID. Social Why not? Di social distancing uh, filming where they just have actors playing the main bad guys in prison or in hotels doing scenes and you don't see him at all why not because yeah it just feels like they'll send something up with his character with his character but it never came to be and it really fit i really do think they're trying to like sequel bait but oh totally totally but, sequel bait yeah but like i don't want to watch a whole movie without creeper i don't want to watch a whole movie without creeper creeper was the best part <laughs> or they find a new one or they go to a noose gang. Yeah. Or they do it on the Crips. Here's the thing. 
You know that uh, Shia LaBeouf actually got a tattoo on his chest. His chest tattoo, yeah. One scene I saw it, yeah, and, it, and it's like a handheld camera shot. Man, that's method acting that, too. That, yeah, it's like because uh, the big rumor is he's going to be playing Iceman. Yep. And I said to you, uh, he's going to go so method. His trailer is going to be like a walk-in freezer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to keep my body cold, and then I feel like. That's beneath him, that role. It is, but the thing is, I'm wondering, because isn't um, Iceman in the recent comics gay? Yeah, that's why the, that's why the LGBTQ community is, is pissed. Oh. Okay. Because they don't want... Because I guess he's maybe anti. Yeah. Or he well, made comments, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I think he's used the F word a bit too uh, frequently. But I know... Yeah, that community is, is up in arms about the casting or the rumors, and it's like, yeah, I think he'd be good, but, but fuck, just have him as Pyro. I think he would be better as a villain rather than a hero. Totally, I like, totally agree. Like I said, a, a Pyro or fuck uh-huh. it, go full method, have him as a blob. Hundred percent. Oh God. Yeah, you know he would just be doing like the uh, the Marlon Brando diet. Yeah. There'll be a, a, a photo of him on set with a KFC bucket on his head. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think he'd be better off as a villain, but uh, he seems to be doing really well. Like, I've, I, every recent movie I've seen of him, he's been the best part. Yeah, because uh, he's doing small budget movies where he doesn't go wonky. Yeah. Like uh, Honey Boy, that's like a really personal project. I was talking to someone about that who suggested it, I watch it. It might have been me. No, it was someone other than you. Oh, you just ignore me. That's why. <laughs> Partly, yes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Honey Boy is really good just because of how close it is to him. Yeah. Uh, I, I still need to see Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes, I heard about that one too. Yeah, he's got the wrestling connection too, so that's like an extra little. Bonus. Oh, well, then I'll pass. No, Is no, it really? uh, it's about him taking a boy with autism, uh, running away from home to try and get him into training school. Okay. Yeah. All right. It would have been funny if, like, uh, just imagine a scene. He walks in, and the trainer's like, "Look at this, Mark." <laughs> just like a, just like a scummy carnival, you know, yeah. carnival booker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this, Mark. Look at this, Mark. I'm going to get everything out of him. Yeah. And then I, I'm going to stretch this son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just, You're going to hate this business. scummy wrestling trainer. He's just like, his whole thing is, I'm going to break him down. <laughs> so, like, 60% of promoters. 85%, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of scummy, I watched... Uh, and I didn't know this until afterwards, a Winnipeg-made movie. Mm. Uh, available on Netflix here in Canada. It's a horror movie, so Mike's already out. Yep. We Summon the Darkness. I keep uh, seeing it on Netflix, and I'm like, mm <laughs> James likes it. I, I'm not watching that. Um, it has, oh, what's her name? Ale- Alexandra fucking, she was in True Alexis Detective. Chris? Um, Baywatch, oh, fuck. Alexandra Daddario. All right. Uh, she was in the uh, first season of True Detective as the mistress to Woody Allen. Not Woody mm. Allen. Not Woody Allen. Woody Harrison. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That was, a, that was a terrible slip up. Yeah. I, I might just edit that one just because that was so bad. Or probably <laughs> not. Probably not. But uh, yeah, so she's in it and it's all about these. Uh, rock chicks who meet up and they meet a couple of guys and they go, Hey, let's come back to my place for drinks and potential sex. And then as they do it, apparently these cult murders happening. It turns out that these chicks are actually a part of the cult and plan to kill people for their church. And you know who that, who like the head of the church is? Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. And you know what? Yeah, she does pretty good. It's weird seeing seeing him do a role where he's not getting a bull chased after him. His buddy just got arrested today. Which one? Bam? Devo. 
What? Oh, um, was it campaigning? Probably. Uh, he he duct taped himself to a billboard. Yeah, he's in a, LA. He's a big activist. He's he's a, he's been arrested a lot of times, uh, especially for like animal rights and stuff like that. He's a big time uh, activist for that, and is using his stardom to kind of get that message out and across. But uh, yeah, so this was good. I I'm really happy because when I watched the trailer afterwards, it reveals everything. I I went into this not knowing anything about it. Okay. All I heard was it was about some heavy metal chicks, and that was it. Uh, and I just recognized that Johnny Knoxville and Alexander Daddario was in it. I was like, okay, you know, and it's the perfect ninety minutes. So right. you know when it's ninety minutes and you're kind of on the fence, that kind of helps in that favor. Cause totally. Yeah, at least totally. at least you were you yeah. wasting an hour and a half rather than four hours or three hours. Yeah. Fuck. Some of those movies when they when they do that, I'm like, why? why? I'm actually why? Gonna, I'm actually going to talk about. Actually, I'm going to get into it. Uh, Dick Tracy, 1990s Dick Tracy, uh, directed, produced, starring. Uh, probably written by, uh, definitely casted by, uh, favors asked by Warren Beatty. How many favors does this man have to put out? Oh, man. Like, he probably owes, like, all his children's souls. Pretty much. And, uh, like, he, um, he, he's, this movie was developed since the early 80s. Yep. And, and there's a lawsuit behind this that just ended. It just ended in like 2016. What happened? Uh, so they wanted, or he's always wanted to make a sequel about it. Yeah. About this. I know they did like a TV special. And- yes. So that is part of the lawsuit. Uh, so he, I guess the company tried to shop it out somewhere. Cause I guess the, the rice expired or they thought it expired. So they thought that they had rights to it. Should have shipped it, should have shopped it out. And I guess Warren Beatty found out about it and then ended up suing the company for like $30 million. Yeah, apparently they was like looking into doing like a live action television series. They did uh, a live action movie. Like TV uh, like movie. TV movie where it's like a, a documentary where he basically talks as Dick Tracy in third person. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so they asked him about, like, hey, is Warren Beatty going to do uh, a sequel to this? And he basically says, you'll have to ask him. But meanwhile, it's Warren Beatty talking to Dick Tracy. Yeah, apparently the last, <laughs> according to the wiki, the last thing mentioned was April 2016, where Beatty again mentioned the possibility <laughs> of producing a sequel when yeah. he attended CinemaCon. Here's the thing, though. When this movie was made, Warren Beatty was 53. Yep. You know, yep. don't get me wrong. He looked good for his age. Yeah. He fit the role. Because if you look at the comic. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has that perfect. Yeah. Because oftentimes, I think in the comics, he's often kind of hidden with shadows. Yeah. Like, but he had basically that broad jaw. Yeah. Like that Black big, hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, uh, like Dick Tracy very heavily influenced uh, the Bruce Tim Batman Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. This is totally. So that's. So I want to ask you, uh, what do you know of Dick Tracy before uh, you saw this movie? Or I like... was a fan of the comics. I know. Yeah. I had a watch. I had the toy. Oh, you had the watch. I had the I, watch. I remember when that watch came out. I yeah. saw it and I was like, I want that. And I yeah. remember asking my parents, and I think it was because they just got me a bunch of Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah. That they was like, no, what do you yeah. need a watch for? You can't even tell the time. Yeah. I, think I, I had to work hard for that summer to get that watch. I, but... I, I was five <laughs> years old, so I I I was I wasn't at that age where I could work for it. I was well, too... not work, but I had to do chores. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, like I said, I was five. I earned it. Yeah. Like I, said, I earned I, that one. <laughs> I was five years old. I couldn't work my way towards. Was it the one where you press it and then it goes, "Hello, Dick Tracy." Yeah. 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 That's the one. Yeah, I remember yeah. begging my parents for that, and they was yeah. like, "No." Yeah, it is like I also was, had, I had the toys, uh, flat top was my favorite. Oh yeah, so that I, I remember the cartoon, 
like the very cheesy cartoon. Uh, I barely remember that. I think it's from the seventies, but it was on like, like uh, Dick Tracy cartoon. Hmm. But like, like, wanna... a, like, a, like I was saying though, uh, very heavily influenced. Like I said, the Bruce Tim Batman shit. Now, what came first, this or Batman, or like Tim Burton's Batman? Uh, this came a year after. I figured. Because I got a lot of Batman vibes off of this. Yeah, it, it kind of ate that. But the thing was, it was being filmed the, the same year Batman came out. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure it's a lot of coincidental, maybe yeah. maybe sign of the times. Uh, I should yeah. kind of, here's the thing. And I'm actually going to go into this now. Uh, what is it with these? Like, there's some that don't do it. But a lot of like 90s or like early 80s comic book movies over talk in their movies. Right? Every single scene in this movie, someone has to be talking. Yep. It's like they're trying to make it too much like the comic books. And because of the comic books have so many word panels that in every shot, someone has to be talking. I heard though a long time ago that there was like a, you had to say a certain amount of lines per movie. Yeah. As an actor. So basically some cast who you depending on who you are, because you also get paid per line. Yeah. So if you're really buddy buddy with the writer and that writer puts you in an every script like I in sw- every scene. <laughs> I swear to fuck. When it came to ADR, Al Pacino was drunk. Right? Remember that yeah. uh, like towards the end when he's t- taking the, the, the hostage with him? Yep. He's I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I think he's arguing about his laundromat or something like that. Yeah, I'm just like he's yelling about like he might have some marital problems or some shit like that. But he's just yeah. screaming. You can't see his mouth flip, flap, but he, the ADR is just him screaming his head off about I nothing. I want to know how much they spent on salary for this movie. Well, the movie cost forty-seven million to make. But here's the thing: that's a nineteen ninety. 47 million because remember to be considered a success back in the 90s you had to do the 100 million dollar club uh so adjusted for this is supposed to be a universe movie and then apparently it just bombed so hard at theaters yeah although it made it it made 147 it made it money it's money back i'm thinking with the production side of it and how much of a pain in the ass it was to get it made. Right? I think that might be why people are kind of backed off against it. Especially with it not being as, as big a hit as Batman. Yeah. I think that's why with the production woes and stuff like that. Um, so, <clears throat> where to start? Uh, let's, let's talk about the look of the movie. Uh, that's the one thing... This movie reminds me of like a prototype for what Sin City is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think Sin City does it better, but just because the colors are a lot better to translate onto screen. Yep. And but they did that weird palette color with the city. Especially yeah. Especially that scene where, where Dick Tracy rescues the kid. Yeah. And he's beating the cop, the guy in the, in the shack, and you got the, the city backscape, and it looks so. It's, you know, it looks so. It reminds me a lot of Batman. Yeah, like I said, it's got a lot of. It's like a proto Sin City to me, just because. Yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't try and release a Dick Tracy around that time, uh, because they did it with another movie. Was it The Shadow or The Stranger? Yeah, yeah, The Shadow. With yeah, Alec Baldwin. No, it was another movie after that. Um, the Spirit. Uh. That, that was actually directed by Frank Miller. I'm surprised he didn't do like a Dick Tracy. Apparently, they wanted this to be a more violent movie. I also imagine that Warren Beatty just not letting go of those rights and just being no. petty. That's just. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. He is like such a giant. I think he grew up with the comics. Yeah. And I think he's such a giant fan that it should be him and him alone. Yeah. That has the rights to it. And, you know, if I got a series that I love and I had the rights to it and I wanted it to be done how I wanted it, I would hold it too. To a degree. I don't know. 
to a to a degree, but like it really you just mean, you're telling me if Disney came out to you and was like, yo, we wanna do uh Dick Tracy again, you're gonna be like, Oh no, no. All right, we're off you a hundred million. No, no. Cause of principle. No, get out of here. As we're having this conversation now, I'm gonna say fuck Disney. <laughs> any of it, any, any of it, just to prove a point, it'll be fuck Disney. Any other time, I'm like, yeah, what do you want? Do, do it's you gonna want, happen. Do you want my first? Do you want my first at, one? <laughs> look at Rocketeer. Yeah, isn't that coming back for one? Yep. Yeah, it's being remade, but with a female lead. Of course. Now, now let's go down this rabbit hole. Uh, We're doing. They're remaking Dick Tracy. Yeah. Who do we cast? Uh, Ernie Hammer. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got that square enough jaw. Yeah. To really work it. So here we go. <laughs> Henry Cavell? Henry, Henry Cavell. The thing is, though, I think he's stretching himself. Too big. Too big. And also he's stretching himself too much with different properties. Yeah. He's got the witch eye. He's got the man of steel. Uh, Henry Cavell. It, I would not, not Henry, but like, I like Arnie Hammer. Yeah. I think you. I think you. We were in um, Two Face. Oh, um, Aaron Eckhart. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He would be a good one. Uh, there's, there's plenty of uh, Chris Evans, maybe. Yeah, I've, you know what? You're, you're, you're going to do the Batman test, basically. I feel like if you're going to do Dick Tracy, you have to do the Batman test. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you have and to. You have to, you have to do the chin test and be like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. You, you have to take a punch on the jaw and see how long you last. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's very interesting. And I do wonder how they will be able, it'd be really tough to try and make it in modern day, especially if they, go, so. for the, if they go for this style. Oh, if they go modern time, yes. But I yeah. feel like if you're going to do it, you got to do it back and stick to mafia time. Like the, the 30s. But then yeah. I, I'm wondering if that would work or if it would just be like, totally. yeah, because totally, yeah, and and would you walk empire? Boardwalk true, empire, true, true. And uh, how would you go about with the villains? Because there's quite a few grotesque villains, and I should, that I actually want to uh, transfer that into talk about the villains in general. Uh, because would, this won an Academy Award for makeup. I don't. I believe it. Yeah, uh, believe it, it. <laughs> it it won three Academy Awards. Yeah. For best makeup, best uh, best like set design, and yeah, I believe that. I think original song. Oh well, of course, Madonna. Yeah, um, yeah, just the, the look of the villains. And here's the thing: I swear, the base model for every character in this movie was Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> they all look like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I feel like. This you know, would be the time to do the remake because the makeup now would be awesome. Yeah, but it's just every single character looks like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers and they're all weird looking. It, they were all very weird looking. And you know what I actually, I really do appreciate because it was all the villains. Yep. So you could really tell who yep. was the bad guys. Just Mumbles. Mumbles, fuck. His whole, <laughs> every time he was in, in the, a scene... He's the best part <laughs> yeah. where they're just randomly torturing him by like pretty much dehydrating him to death yeah. and then drinking <laughs> glasses of water. In front of him. I was getting a headache just watching it because <laughs> I was dehydrating as I was watching. I was like, Jesus Christ, poor Mumbles. And then he ends up having like his only line telling him we're big bosses. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the opening scene with what was it? Little face. Yep. Just and a, the fact that, yeah. Like, yeah. Like a just the fact giant, that Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, as Mumbles. Yeah. And then you got James Caan as a, as a guy. Yep. Uh, this Al Pacino. Al Madonna. Pacino. Madonna. Um, there's a lot of other people I saw in that. Uh, I'm actually going to take a look now to the, just like some of this cast because, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, like I said, a lot. Dick Van Dyke. Yep. As the uh, district attorney. Yep. Uh, Michael J. Pollard as Bug Bailey. Hmm. Uh, Kathy Bates in a super small role. Did you yep. see that? Yep. Like, there's a couple of small roles where 
the big actors that uh, Mandy uh, Patinkin. Yeah, eighty-eight uh, keys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Prune Face, uh, which is uh, R.G. Armstrong. Who's uh, I also like that they added a lot of like '30s era actors to this movie too, to kind of give that style to it as well. Yep. Uh, Paul Savino, he's uh, Big Lips. <laughs> Just, and you can tell he's Big Lips because he has giant lips. Yeah. So There's some of the people on this list. Uh, Catherine O'Hara of uh, Schmidt's Creek and Home Alone. Yes. In like a super small. That's the thing. A lot of these people are in it for like a scene. Oh, I forgot Paul Severino was in this. That's what, that's what I just said. Yeah, as lips. As lips, yeah. I just said that. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I need to see face to a name. Yeah. But like I said, and then do you recognize the kid? Yes. But he has, what has he been in other than this? Hook. That's what I thought. All right. He's Peter Pan's son. Okay. And, and then he's actually one of the more successful uh, child actors because after this, he became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. He joins Chunk from the Goonies. Huh. Uh, so. Uh, oh. oh, that's who was flat top? Yeah. William Forsyth. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And you know what? He's fucking great in it. He is. He's such, I... a, such a great medicine bad guy. And just It looks like he's having the time of his life. Wow. And he kind of looks like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is awesome. Yeah. So, let's also put it out there. The plot line for this movie is pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's just because it's taking 1930s era storytelling and trying to make it 60 years into the future. Plus, I imagine Dick Trait or Warren, Warren Bailey was just trying to just get as much screen time as possible. Yeah, definitely. And... The like, the fact is also like in in the series you don't fully see Dick Tracy's face, so it's kind of like a Judge Dredd situation. Yeah, with yeah. S- Sly Stallone. Yeah, as is good, and same with the fight scenes. There never one. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Fifty-three-year-old Warren Beatty trying to do action scenes, right? And you, and you can clearly see when it's not him because yeah. they're filming it. Down low, up the back. Yeah, they're like, all right, all right. Especially, especially at the end when it's him and Al Pacino fighting. Yeah, all right, Warren, get out. <laughs> you got 53-year-old Warren and four, like 49-year-old Al Pacino having a yeah. fight scene. And 49-year-old in, in makeup. And in like a suit, like a, yeah. fat, a fat suit. Yeah. Okay, we've kind of danced around him, but Al Pacino, my God. He owed someone a favor. No, 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 no. He went in and went, I want to be, I'll be in this movie, but you got to let me do whatever the fuck I want. Father. Because apparently, because I actually looked, the thing, I kind of did my research. I looked up all the characters and like their uh, comic book counterparts. Uh, Big Boy in this, is it Big Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Looks nothing like the comics. Al Pacino was like, you know, what? I should give myself a John Waters mustache, a f- super slick down haircut. I should have I'll a little. it up now. Yeah. And I'm batshit insane. What was it? Big face? Big boy. Big boy. Yeah. Dick Tracy comics. But it's just, they really let him go loose on this from his costume to what he does. Like the whole scene when he's telling Madonna to keep singing. Yeah. And then he gets arrested yeah. and he's yeah. being dragged off. Yeah, better. This is just because I'm arrested doesn't mean that this is a break. Oh, wow. It oh, like, wow. It looks like a generic dude, right? Yeah. 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 Why were they wired? Yeah. It, it, like I said, it looked like they wanted, like Al Pacino was first choice. They wanted Al Pacino. Probably off the back of Godfather and stuff like that. Right, uh, you know who was uh, an uh, like a close second? Who? De Niro. 
Robert De Niro was a close second for playing Big Boy. Wow. I, I think they really scoured every single gangster movie that was released before it. Clearly. Uh, and they're like, they typecast that hard. Yeah, like James Carr. Like they pretty much, I swear, they just watched like the Godfather movies. Yeah. And then spent four hours on the cast list writing, yeah. writing names down. Or like every mafia movie that's out that is good. They're like, yeah. all right, who is the best person in this mafia movie? That guy's good. Who is he? Al Pacino. Put him all to right. the list. But yeah, yeah. yeah. What role? Adam. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make a role for him. We're, we're just writing names down first and then we'll start tossing it towards characters. Yeah. yeah. They're all under makeup. They won't be recognizable. Right. Because, yeah. Uh, like I said, Al Pacino just... Describe Al Pacino's look in this movie. Weird, awful, <laughs> you know, what? creepy. Yeah. You know what's funny though? Al Pacino did this at what age? He was probably forty nine. Forty nine. And yet, what's your name? Turned down Avengers because she didn't want to be in makeup. She didn't Who? want to be green faced. Um, Gamora. Um, I forget who turned it. Uh, some like famous actress turned it down because she didn't want it being green face. Uh, let me take a look. Yeah, Gamora. Turn down. Uh, Gamora. Can't find it. <laughs> but uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, but uh, oh, I'm, yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. She turned down uh, Gamora because she didn't want to do she didn't want to do green screen. She didn't want to do makeup oh. every day. And um, so well, good for uh, but good for am, Zoe Zaldana though. Totally. But yeah. I imagine though, if you're doing Marvel money, m- movies at this point, yeah, you're getting paid money. Yeah. Also, <laughs> every time they do Avengers, the technology kind right? of opens up. Because I think now, I'm wondering if they do like where it's just dots and they. It depends on who you are. So, like, Drax still goes into full paint. Yeah. But he says he's down from three hours to 90 minutes now. Yeah, like I said, it's it's super bold. Like, look at uh, Tony's, uh, look at um, Iron Man. Yeah. And it's like, not like you're doing it yourself, it's not like you're painting yourself. Yeah. So, you put on a headset for yeah. 90 minutes and you listen to music. Watch Dick Tracy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Imagine being so high on yourself where you're like, yeah. no, I can't turn it. I don't want that money. Why? I don't want to do green screen. What? Hey, I, you know, honestly, I'm glad that they're like upfront about that rather than just giving some bullshit excuse. At least they're just saying, you know, I didn't want to do it. I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that. At least they yeah. admit that now. Because like, look what happened with X-Men, with Jennifer Lawrence. Right? Because in the first movie, First Class, she is constantly in that blue yep. skin. Yep. Every movie after that, it's a series of diminishing returns on, yep. the, on the blue skin form. Yeah, I'd much rather have someone that's okay doing it rather than yep. someone going, I'll do it for the money. And then, oh, you want me to come back? I want less scenes. I want, right? to, I want you to make up a technology sound just like this. You know, I'd much rather someone be up front and then them going to someone that wants to play ball rather than someone coming in and then trying yeah. to change it. I agree. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So let's talk about Madonna. Uh, AKA pretty much 20% of the runtime is dedicated to her and her of music. Of course it is. Did you, and you know she was dating Warren Beatty at the time. Yep. And yep. so she really wanted to be in the movie. Probably because she was sharing the enthusiasm by her boyfriend at the time. <laughs> enthusiasm as in, I just want to be in your movie. Yeah. But, but, but sometimes, <laughs> when you're in a relationship, sometimes your enthusiasm like infects other people. It is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Her, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying was, there wasn't no enthusiasm. It's just I'm sure her enthusiasm was on a different level. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but here's the thing. like As an evidence of that, she worked for scale for this movie. You know how much she got paid? How much? 38 grand. Yeah, but you're dating Warren Beatty. True, but she did, she did, the, 
But still, she could, she was she was Madonna in the nineties. Yeah, I'm gonna say. You know what I mean? She's she Madonna. Took the, she took the head. She took the cut so she could put her name out. Cause she was like a major face of the promotion of this movie. Yeah. So and the fact that she was like the major face and one of the big stars, I swear she was like, I do it for scale, but I need twenty minutes of original songs for the soundtrack, yeah. so I can yeah. get. So I can get that Oscar. And yep. You know, I'll be honest. She really does work in this movie. She doesn't do a bad. She does good. I enjoyed her. I thought she was for yeah. the role she played. Yeah, she was perfect. She. Yeah. I'll be honest. She reminded me of Catwoman in Batman Returns. Yeah, I'll like, go. Yeah, kind I'll of with design that. with the way she looks and that lot. Who would play her now? Fuck. You know, I'll go Scarlett Johansson. Can Scarlett sing? Fuck it, ADR. <laughs> but if you're going for a singer, uh, fuck. I don't know. I, I think maybe she can. I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking in general. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because like Ryan Gosling, I would have never pictured him as singing. Well, I guess he is. He was in Disney. The Disney. Um. What about Emma Stone? Oh, yeah. No. No. Not sec. I don't know. She's, she's not sexy enough. Because you'd have to be Madonna. You have yeah. to be with a sexy dress, and I've never seen Emma Stone in anything uh, like that. She was really she she looked really like um, glamorous when she was doing her Easy A. Oh, I was completely. Oh wow, I misread. I was thinking of um, the girl from Harry Potter. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Emma Stone, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, she was in uh, Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, so <laughs> we've got our main cast. Who would you cast as the villain? Oh, I knew you were going to go there. You know what? You I know what? don't know. Al Pacino again. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, Al Pacino going full cr- coked up crazy in a movie just elevates it for me. I was ready. It really is watching this movie a hard place. To, to like watch it, seeing all the colors and how everyone looks. Yep. Like if you're if you're walking to this movie midway, it is tough. Yep. To watch <laughs> just because it's so off-putting. Yep. <laughs> weird uncanny valley. Uh, and you have to know what you're getting into before you watch it. All the like all the main characters are wearing like really gaudy suits. Yep. Like purples and. Greens yep. and even the even the cars in the background, everything is just a different color. And just yeah, so all the bold. lights going through are just like different, like neon colors. Yeah, so it, you you really got to stick with it initially. Uh, once you get over that, it really kind of changes your view. And once you yeah. get to that point, the plot still sucks. It's yeah, because what is it? He wants to wants to take down Big Boy. Big Boy is trying to take down. Dick Tracy while also rule over the city and there's this guy who looks like the question yep called no blank. face blank oh yes blank blank and he's kind of playing things behind the strings and spoiler alert it's Madonna mm. it's Madonna's character who's the only reason why she's doing it and attacking Dick Tracy is because he doesn't want a banger because he has a girlfriend. Yep. So it. Oh, Breathless Mahoney. I, I forgot her name. <laughs> yeah, Breathless Mahoney. Uh, but that's actually surprised me when it turned out to be her. But I kind of guessed it on the last shot before she's revealed as the main villain. Because you didn't know that was her. No. Oh wait, you've never seen. I've before. never seen this. This is oh, my. Right. It's my first time viewing, so uh, I didn't know it was her, but then I kind of got an inkling when she's in the club drinking and smiling. I'm like, that is definitely not the last time we've seen her. And then it turns out it's not because she's the big, she's kind of the big bad secondary villain. But um, anything else you want to add about this movie? Uh, like, since you watched it as a kid and you're a, a bit of a fan, does yep. this... Does this movie hold up? It did not age well. <laughs> no, it didn't. 
No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, and in what did it, it age well? I think the color system, the fact that you can't do those those colors in 720 no. or 1080. I watched this in 720. Same here. Uh, on like a big screen. Yep. And fucking hell. Yeah. Just, just didn't work out at no. all. Um, but I don't think there's anything that they could have done except for maybe change the colors, but you change the colors, you change the movie. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. The, the original movie until it like kind of came into the sixties was, um, it was black and white. So do you think if they went back to like the thirties or forties style where it was black and white, would it work? Yes. Yeah. Maybe yes. go, maybe go more. Like I'm, like I said, I'm surprised Warren Beatty didn't jump at the chance to try and revive this by doing right? like a, uh, by, especially during Sin City during that time. Any yeah. property that was black and white or very yeah. close, yeah. or like in that noir style, they would yeah. try and bring it back. They yeah. managed with Spirit, and then as soon as Spirit came out, that killed everything. Huh? Have I feel so petty and just like no. Nope. No. <laughs> Have you seen Spirit? No. Um, Samuel Jackson and Scarlett Johansson are the villains. I actually think the main characters uh Arm and Hammer. Let me take a look. I feel like I've heard of it before. Let me Spirit. take a look. All right. No, it's not. It's some guy called Gabriel Mack, who is uh, he was in Suits. Oh, he was in that? Yeah, he was the main character. Oh, come on. But I'm looking, like, this movie has... Um, I'm looking at it right now. Like, the cast has, like, a lot of, like, female actresses. Samuel Jackson was in this? The main villain, the octopus. And his sidekick was Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, it, it pretty much single-handedly killed any interest for since city-style stories. I think 300 was lucky to come out when it did. This came out in 2008. Yeah, because around 2006, 2008 was like that Sin City time where everything yep. was being greenlit by uh, studios to try and capitalize on the success of Sin City. And huh. Spirit pretty much came along and went, nope. It was directed by Frank Miller? It was. It was. God damn. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing that Dick Tracy didn't come out around that time. Because I think they would have really... Here's the thing, though. They would have really tried to push it to be super violent as well. Yeah. But I think Warren Beatty didn't want to make it violent because they were pushing based off what they heard from the Batman movie that, that it was violent and we wanted to do the same thing with Dick Tracy. But Warren Beatty was like, no. I don't. Damn it, Warren. Um, also, you, you hear about the, the directors attached to this movie? No. Spielberg. To Dick Tracy? Yeah. He was attached to the, uh, the the original one back in the early 80s. This movie was 10 years in the making. Huh. And it was uh, Steven Spielberg. And then they had a, one guy attached for the longest time, uh, John Landis. Huh. But unfortunately, uh, the uh, you ever heard of the Twilight Zone incident? No. So uh, John Landis did a segment of the Twilight Zone where it's about a guy who's racist who ends up going back in time to Vietnam. And there was a scene required where him and two young children are running in the forest and they are being attacked by a helicopter. The helicopter actually crashed and landed on Vic Morrow and the two children killing them. And so there was a big lawsuit for negligence and stuff like that. And it pretty much gave a black eye for John Landis. Wow. There's a documentary series on Shudder 
about uh, the dark sides of Hollywood, I really recommend you check that out. It actually dives into it, and there's actually a segment where they actually show the crash. Holy smokes. They do that. They do the crow. And yeah, in, yeah. And in that segment, they actually show uh, what the gun did. They actually set it up, what happened in the movie. They set it up. They did a recreation and show what damage you could do to a block of wood. Wow. It's a really great series. Uh, it really follows like these just fucked up situations in Hollywood. I'll uh, try and see if I can get it toward to you, but it's, yeah. it's uh, the dark side of Hollywood, I think. Uh, but it's on Shudder. You, you would see it. Uh, it has The Crow and it has uh, The Twilight Zone. So huh. d- definitely check it out. It's, but So he had to drop out that because his name was pretty much Mud. Wow. Uh, and like he's not really worked much since then because that pretty much killed his career. He's huh. done bit. He's done bits here and there, but I don't think he was trusted to do anything else again. Huh. Yeah, but why? Because uh, it, was, it was his fault. He was, he was negligent. Like, like, oh, like uh, just uh, choices he made. Okay. People tried to warn him about everything, but he was so arrogant, he wanted to get it done. Okay. So it's like it was like, dude, there's a windstorm coming. We can't fly yeah. the, the the helicopter. I, I think no, was, fly. <laughs> we gotta get this done. I can't remember, but I think there was like a monsoon happening or something like that. Oh no! And they tried to get the shot done, and they had oh, ki- no. and they had kids on set. Yeah, it killed two kids. Jesus, yeah, they had that kind of scene with two kids. Yeah. So and. There was like interviews with him afterwards, giving statements, and it it's really like soured me on him when I saw it, just because it's like he's just getting it over and done with. He's not. There's no sorrow there. Oh, it like feels just... it, it feels like he knows he's fucked up, but there's he's sorry that it happened on his watch, not because it actually happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, like he feels bad because he it happened. He, yeah, he, he's he's feeling bad because he, it happened on his watch, not yeah. because it happened to people and it's a tragedy. Yeah, like he's worried about his career more than what happened. Oh, you know, um, it, it just just from what I it, I'm maybe wrong, but it's just my initial just from looking at that shit, and yeah. it's a horrific scene as well. Ugh. So, uh, let's uh, change it up a bit. Uh, Dick Tracy, uh, this was your this was your fault because uh, <laughs> you, you I enjoyed it after trances. You you were saying to me, "When do I get a pick?" <laughs> and I, oh, you're not doing now. You're like Dick Tracy, I went never seen it. I'm like done. So uh, before I give my opinion, Mike. Uh, give your opinion and would you watch it again and uh, how would you watch it? I would watch it again. Um, I feel like they need to remaster it or something. Yeah. Or, so, especially with the colors? Yeah. Or if not remaster it, make it black and white. Um, I'd watch it again. I'd give it a six. A six? Yeah, we, we don't give... Uh, number scores we just say watch it or leave it yeah watch it there you go and how would you watch it just by yourself or would you invite no 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 you gotta you gotta inform you gotta educate people with this movie yeah especially you gotta watch it with like the young kids the people who were born after this movie came out yeah like anything past 1990 yes yeah i agree or even people good people to be like do you like bruce tim's batman Yep. If you do, this is kind of like a live action influence on it. Yep. Um, for me, uh, it's one of the better comic book movies that came out. Yep. Um, it, it was. It was actually a good uh, adaption, and it yep. like there were two for two. They had Batman, and then they had Dick Tracy. Then somewhere along the line, they just. I think from the success of these two, 
they thought, let's try and make it. And then it ended up shitting the bed really hardcore, especially when they tried to make it on a budget. I realize now you cannot make these kind of movies on a budget. No. You, you need some serious spending power before you can even think about having these type of movies. Yeah. Because you can't have it where the movie starts and then the rest of the movie he's lost his powers and he's trying to get them back. Like that, that would be a full moon movie. <laughs> you know, what I mean? feel like Netflix should buy the rights and redo this. That would be, especially if they animated it. You right? know what I mean? I, I yep. think, I think this would do better as an animated. I agree. Uh, like series. Yeah. Than if they tried yep. to make it into uh, a live action, I think it'd be too much, and I don't think it would be enough to warrant the budget that this would require. Yeah. So, oh uh, yeah, I would definitely check it out. So, um, next week we got Vinko. Yeah. Yes. Uh, super excited about that one. And yeah. then uh, after after that, I'm believing that is the 99th episode. And so what yeah. I want to what I want to do is I want me and you just to talk our history of movies because you have a pretty interesting history of movies. Yep. Uh, I actually kind of want to uh, yell at you and uh, maybe, maybe 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 just pick your brain. Just because as someone who grew up with movies, it's very interesting uh, for someone not to have grown up with movies as well. Because everyone I know has always grown up with movies. So it's interesting. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about that. But I don't want to do it now because otherwise, why would you listen to the 99th episode? <laughs> and then uh, I got a 100th episode. Uh, I'm still working on it because uh, from what I'm dealing with it might not happen i might have to make alternate plans i might just okay. i might end up i might just end up if it falls through booking 100 guests <laughs> 100 guests it might just be mike 50 times <laughs> <laughs> just book like a, just, <laughs> me 100 times <laughs> it's just mike in different disguises doing different voices <laughs> but Super uh, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Mike with mustache. Dashing yeah. Mike. Yeah. Mike, Mike t- a bit to the left. But it's, uh, like people, it's like when you make your fake account for your Netflix account. <laughs> pretty much. Definitely not Mike Reed. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, from me, James Beaver, and Mike Reed. You got it this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Oh, you, you, you built yourself back up, son. All right, man. Uh, yeah, from both of us, thank you very much, and I'll catch you next week with Vinko. Stay safe. <laughs>